This is Steve Wozniak, co-founder of Apple Computer. Welcome to the Boot and Reboot podcast with Sean Montgomery and William Sellers. This podcast is sponsored by the Louisiana Technology Park, home to Louisiana entrepreneurs. Welcome to the Boot and Reboot Podcast for November 7th, 2007. And guess what? Big 5-0. Oh, show number 50? Yep, the MILF Podcast. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, the Middle Age Podcast. <laughs> That's bad. And you know, I never get tired of hearing Steve Wozniak say my name. Do you just sit around, drive around? The first couple of and just have it on days, I drove my family William nuts. Sellers. I drove my family nuts. William Sellers. Oh, yeah, I drove my family completely crazy. I'll say it again, honey. <laughs> I don't want to hear Steve Wozniak anymore. But, yeah, it was awesome. Who are you? I, I'm um, Captain Chaos. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, man. I'm Captain I Chaos. I love that. You could. Why don't you do I that for next Halloween? Because, I could pull it off because I do have the little... The bonds are there, but uh, see, I don't think you, I don't, that's not why I think you can pull it off. Why? I think you, <laughs> the dumb to Louise, Captain what? Chaos. What? I, you just got that in ya. I think you, <laughs> I think you could just pull it off. I wonder if I could. Come, I wonder if you could buy a Captain Chaos uh, outfit. It's not real complicated. It's not. No. Well, I don't know. I have to get something that says Captain Chaos. It just says Chaos. Oh, that's right. It just says Chaos. <laughs> well, I think I could handle that. Okay. You know, I brought, right. me, I brought my video camera in tonight with well, a tripod. We're gonna do it. We were gonna set up video, but I forgot to do it. So next, next one we'll do some video. We're gonna video this. Yeah, this is exciting stuff. Well, it is. You could, we should. You could be painting something just watching. Well, paint the thing dry. is, the thing is, we're gonna have two feeds. We're gonna have an audio feed, and then we're gonna do our video podcast. So what I'm gonna do? Now you're gonna do what Leo's been doing. What has Leo been doing? Sometimes I wonder. Well, about no, you I know so much of what Leo's doing. You know, he could be doing. So what do you come on? He's you streaming his show. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he's also uh, what's the other one? Skep, Skepper, Skep, something. There's some other type of. I like Justin TV. Have you looked at any of those things? Oh yeah. When did you? When did you first start looking at Justin TV? I've been on Justin TV for years yeah, now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Justin's pretty hot. So it, for those of you who don't know what we're talking about. People have always been talking about video on the web being the mm-hmm. next best best thing, and specifically self broadcasting of video and yeah. making your own video beyond YouTube. Mm-hmm. And so there's several sites out there. There's Ustream.tv, there's uh, uh, Justin.tv, and what is the other one? Um, you know who? Not to say, oh, by the way, this podcast is brought to us by brought to you by Louisiana Technology Park, home of Louisiana entrepreneurs. And sign up quick. Go to www.techparku.com and you sign up for some uh, great stuff. <laughs> I don't have the sh- I don't have the literature right in front of my face. What but do you mean? The great guys, Louisiana Technology Park, um, help us with a place to put this podcast, so to speak. Um, I think they still are taking uh, applications. For that's Tech what Park I was going to say. They're still taking applications. Mm-hmm. So sign up. Let me see. Letechpark.com. Where is um? But no, back on what you were saying, man. Video on the web. You know, I tell you, there's so many good stuff out there. There's so many cool stuff. Um, what is between YouTube? What's the one you told me about? Meta Cafe. There's like so much stuff. Why? I mean, I find myself going into my computer room, watching TV. <laughs> it's terrible quality on my computer. I really want to get an Apple TV, but I need to get a new HD TV before I do the Apple. Thing. Why? Well, because the Apple... Does it, does it broadcast? In, I mean, can you... No, because the only outputs for the Apple TV are, com- are component. Component and HDMI. And my TV doesn't do component, it does composite. Mm. So I'm kind of... I have an old TV. I have an old TV that, at this point in time, I really would have thought would have bit the dust, but it just it just keeps going. It's that Apex. 32-inch, f- like, flat tube. 
And it's not HD, it's not even ED, it's SD. <laughs> but it's, you know, it, it serves its purpose, and it, serves, it's, it has served its purpose for so long. You know, I, I'm going to get a new TV. I think I'm going to get one of those 42-inch Visos for like 800 bucks at Sam's. You know, 42 inches, and I'll give this one to the Mexicans. You can get, you can get a 42-inch flat panel now for nothing. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're giving the things away. They really are. And they're good quality. I mean, the thing is, really, how good is good enough? Meaning, for instance, you know, you spend, let's just say, because you can even find some 50-inch TVs that are pretty, you know, LCD or plasma. I don't know if they have LCDs in that range, but plasma, that are like, you know, two grand, okay? Or maybe even like $1,800, or, you know, 1500 to 2000 How do you tell the difference between that and something that's $5,000? I mean, it's now TVs are getting to where there's really no... I'm sure they have top-end TVs that just are size-based, but I mean, I can't tell the difference. Stick them. Portamore? <laughs> That's the other one. Stick cam. I haven't. Um, S-T-I-C-K-A-M dot com, I think. Yeah. Where'd anyway. you find that one? Where'd you find that one? He, he did something on that one, too. Who did? Leo. Oh, uh, Leo? Mm-hmm. But. Well, TV on the internet is where it's at. Where it's at. Well, I mean, but you think about it. But all of these—it's just so cool. I know it's always. Oh, oh, I was watching. I was watching fascinating mis- technology, and apparently very easy to build. Because I was, I was saying, what if I wanted to build my own? What if I, I want Sean TV? Mm-hmm. And there is a flash presentation server that you can buy that basically does what very easily can build a UStream or a a Justin TV or a Stick'em or any of these mm-hmm. sites very, very easily if you just want to t- give somebody the ability to rebroadcast something that's happening to them. Now, here's my problem with it. Mm-hmm. All this talk about these, what's going to aggravate me to no end is like Ustream or Justin or something like that is going to be paid like a billion dollars for their company. For an idea that's... But nobody's on it. Mm-hmm. Everybody's talking about it, but you, one of the biggest problems they have and one of the biggest problems I always had with some of the sites that I'd made in the past was, you know, have that how many people are online kind of thing yeah. going on or how many people have viewed this web page. And I forgot what page I built one time and it was a concurrent type of user type of thing and it was showing how many people were online. And I was like, I gotta take that off because it would take two or mm-hmm. four. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's embarrassing. It well, is. Well, a lot of these p- things that everybody's talking about are the buzz for a national, or I shouldn't say national, worldwide site mm-hmm. that is getting a lot of press there's like 700 people online. Yeah, it's nothing. And that's really nothing. Yeah. And then and then you go to these individual broadcasts and there's like four people watching. 12 really people think, watching. I really think that you don't have a lot of the big name people on it because right now the big name people are signed to big name broadcasting corporations. And big name broadcasting corporations are in bed with the cable company. Not in bed, but I mean they have alliances with the cable companies. So it's coming. I mean there's a lot of good things out there that I've just been... Like, I was watching Mythbusters on YouTube, and I was looking, and then they were older, they weren't like the really ones that came out, like, you know, the last ones. But I was like, I could pause them, stop them, I could full screen them. The quality's not good at all, but good enough to where it's like, it's a whole on-demand thing. No, And that's what's appealing, because I just, oh, Alton Brown, I think every damn episode of Alton Brown Good Eats is on YouTube. Now, Mythbusters mm-hmm. is, has an excellent discovery site. Have you been to their site? Yes. And look at the video? Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. I, I, yeah. don't, I don't know about Good current programs, too. but the, 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 the interface and the flash and the way it works, because it, I went to look at some of the behind the scenes. You know, lately they've been saying, oh, if you, know, you want to yeah. see more, let's go there. And then I was amazed at the stuff they had online and the quality of the interface and the, just the way the whole experience was, was very, very nice. If I do say so myself. No, no, I, yeah. I'm make, trying to make you a little louder. I don't need to be louder. Okay, we'll talk closer to my. It's more like it's my presence. <laughs> well, last night I went to the Tech Tuesday, Bill Shindig, and I have someone who wants to maybe, you know that um, meet my media source, dot com. Mm-hmm. He's got some cool stuff for doing broadcasts, and I was telling him what we do, and he was kind of interested, and he's like, well, if you'll ever want to do something or kind of play around with some of the stuff we do, um, I'll work with you. Not how much is it gonna cost, if anything, but he's got like a little briefcase contraption, like a little wheelie thing, and it's got like a server, it's got a camera, and like a kind of like a digital mixing thing, 
And he says he goes places. He finds a server that's going to host it. He gets on the internet at the location. Starts running video. Puts it right up, a live stream. But is he using it Sonic? <coughs> yes, he's using, that, he's using the Sonic software and it's rebranded for him. <coughs> okay. I haven't learned, I don't know anything about the Sonic software, but... Because the Adobe Flash server, video server stuff, looked really cool and it's not that expensive. Uh-huh. I was like... Have you ever looked at the stuff on DreamHost, the Flash software that, that I, I have off DreamHost? Because DreamHost has a free Flash converter where you upload your photo and you I tell can it to do that. MMMPay. I know, but I don't have... I mean, it's easy for me because I don't have to do all that. No, I know, but it... I, I agree. I know what you're saying. It's not complicated. Well, I know. I know. I know. I looked at your stuff. I mean, you can, you can take about two or three... No, I shouldn't take two or three. Fifteen lines of code uh-huh. on a web page and then you could build something like I mean, it's not, not well, terribly I mean, it's, it's cool, though, is what I'm saying. You can take your video in any format or most any format and boom. Okay. Let's go into some show notes. No, no. I'm still talking about this stuff. Well, the video? Yeah. Well, why are you talking about video? Did you look at the link I sent you? Flash Media Server. That's what it is. And mm-hmm. I looked at this, and it's really, really pretty nice. And it's, you know, when I say it's not terribly expensive, you know, I think it's um, um, less than like $2,000. Yeah, that's not too bad. No. I bet you there's an open, is there any open source equivalent? I don't know, but... Because Flash is kind of proprietary. Yeah, but I, I don't know that I want... I mean, if, I'm, if I want to build a, a, a Justin TV, then, yeah, you know, bad. I want to go with something that's relatively industry, industry standard and something that I know I can go get developers for pretty easily. We have got to get, we have got to get back on opengurus.com and start... Because I, I was talking to some people there last night, and they're like... Because I was, they were like, "Well, we want to do this." I'm like, well, "Why don't you use an open source uh, CRM software?" Mm-hmm. And they were saying, um, "You know, oh man, we you know we paid this much to sales Salesforce, one of the guys over yonder." And I was like, "Man, okay, yeah, that's cool, but why are you paying for that?" Said, well, it's a great software. I said, "Have you ever gone to SugarCRM.com?" No. Well, it's free. <laughs> and I, you know, I'm like, all you need is the Linux server, you know, Linux, Apache, MySQL, and PHP, and don't pay the man. So, um, so, did, so does Chris Perlow just stay live online all the time? I don't know. He does. Uh, let's locker gnome, huh? I don't know. I just I'm looking at him right here. He's always. It seems like his stream is always online. Um, I don't know. All I don't right. know. I'm on Ustream TV. If if y'all are wondering what we're doing here, and I'm just clicking around and Chris Perlow, who is a I like Chris Brillo. He's all right. I, I didn't like him when he was doing. Remember when he was in? What the hell is That's that? That's me. <laughs> remember when he was doing a call for help on help on yeah. ZDTV? I wasn't so much of a fan. I, you know, you, Leo Laporte has had pretty big shoes to fill, so I was like, well, I don't know if I really like Brillo. And Brillo's not a very big man. No, he's not. All right. So you want to talk about some stuff? I'm going to talk about something really lighthearted, but just freaking amazing. And you got to get your daughter in on this. Okay, I want you to go to www. Do it now. Right now. Yes. www.speedstacks.com. Have you ever heard of this? Yeah, it's cup stacking. <sighs> you've never heard of that? No. Not till a few days ago. Come on, you've never oh, seen I, that? I ordered me a set with the pad. They got them at a Walmart. No, they do? Yes. You're, you're kidding no. me. No. Oh. I saw we were in the store someplace, maybe not Walmart, someplace in town I was the other day. I was in town the other day, and I was like, oh, look. I'm tempted to buy some of those because they got the cups. Now, I don't know if they got the whole little pad and everything, but they got, like I said, of the official cups and yeah. everything like that. I want the pad because the pad's got like a little timer. They have competitions all over the country. I thought I was bringing something new to no, the table. Man, come on, man. This is old news. I'm thinking this fad's about dead. No. <laughs> Did you see the guy, the little, the little Oriel guy? I mean, dude, he did. I mean, it was like crazy. Oh, they know. Yeah. And so there's girls that are really good at it. They're like four years old, two years old. Yeah. Infant cup, you know, in it. I'm like, God. And I'm like, God, they're probably speeding that up. And I'm like, looking. And I'm like, no, they're not. They're really doing that. I looked at the little timer in the background. It's counting down seconds. I'm like, jeez. Let's go to Walmart.com. I think it was at Walmart that I saw it. Look for speed stack. No, because it's it's amazing what they can do, and and it it always almost looks fake. Oh, it does. Because, but you know, I mean, it's the building. I think is hard. Not hard. But Twenty-seven dollars. Twenty-seven 20, must be the pad and everything. Then twenty-seven. Learn how to stack like a pro with speed stacks. Um, neoprene stack mat with electronic precision timer. There you go. 
30 bucks. You can have it right now. You, you right. and your instant gratification. I'm going to get one tonight on the way home. Yeah. Hold on, son. You can bring it, up, bring it up to work. You can get them in the yellow cup, the red cup, or the green cups. <laughs> <laughs> you know I'm going to come to work with this tomorrow, right? Yeah. Okay. I don't understand the scenario, though. That, you know, there's a yeah, there's, you, you've got to build this, and you've got to build that, and then yeah. you've got to undo that and redo this. And there's three columns. And you gotta, I think you have like so many cups on this side, so many cups in the middle, and so many cups in the end. And the way you put them up, there's like a, yeah, that's it. It's like a row. <laughs> no, it's like a row, like so many cups on the bottom, then so many cups on the middle, then so many cups on the top. And you do it, you alternate hands like this. Yeah. Like that. I don't know. I don't anyway, know. You do it. Now, the coming, now dis- disassembling is fairly easy because you just drop the cups. You kind of push the cups down and they just, you know what I mean? It seems like it would be very easy. You're going to get into speed stacking? Yeah. You'd be like Kramer against a little uh, little nine-year-old kid. <laughs> I'll be the senior against the junior speed stacker. It just looks... It's all about skill level. It sounds good, too. <laughs> they're all at the they, same they, skill they, level. Bet you when they're teenagers and young adults, they're going to make kick-ass bartenders. Can you imagine You got the, uh, the Tom Cruise theory, huh? Where they'd <laughs> yeah. be able to spin the bottles and, oh, man. and throw things. Oh, yeah, so go to, ladies and gentlemen, go to www.speedstacks.com and buy a speed stack kit. Now, this is not really... Yet they're not a sponsor. Shuttle landed safely today at 1 p.m. today. We did make it down? Yep, finally. It, it, no problem. Landed at 1 p.m. at Cape, Cape Canaveral. Now, here's I what really I really want to go on a launch. I'd love to go watch a launch. It's, I want to go just see the rockets tested. Don't they, can't we do that here locally here? You can uh, do it at uh, Stennis Space Center. It's about 90 minutes from where we live, mm-hmm. they have uh, Stennis Space Center. It's right at the, on the Louisiana-Mississippi line. What's the website? What's the website? And you got a machine over there. Yeah, but I'm recording now. Oh, okay. But uh, anyway, break. we went on a tour of Stennis. Have you ever done that? Uh-uh. Well, we went, we went back there one time. and they t- I've been they, there, but I haven't gone on an official tour. Well, if, you go to the, um, if you go to that little welcome center, mm-hmm. then you can get on a bus. Mm-hmm. They drive you all the way back in the back, and they take you around the whole—not the whole complex, because it's huge—but mm-hmm. they take you all around. It's like a thirty-minute bus ride all through there, and they talk about they train Navy SEALs out there. Oh, really? Do they? Because they have all those—you can- know—it's marshland through there, and they have all these canals, and they use that as a training ground for Navy oh, SEALs wow. back up in there too. So it's not just NASA; the Navy use it for training, specifically training Navy SEALs in marshland combat type of stuff. And, and the reason they built it there is because they can haul all those um, uh, engines, even though most of the engines come in on truck now. Used mm-hmm. to, in the 60s, they were so big, they had to bring them in by barge. So that's why they built it really? where they built it, is they brought them all in, and they dug some really extra deep canals, and that's what, that's what the Navy SEALs used to. It's, it's a fascinating, even, even if you just do the bus ride, and there was a town there. They bought out. They bought the town. Bought out all the people that lived in the really? town because they wanted that location. And back up in there, someplace it was a town. They said, "There's, you can go in there, uh, someplace and see basically all these old buildings that are still there, like like a ghost town." Really? Yeah. Can and can can the public go and like? They didn't, they didn't take us back. To, no, you, public cannot drive on base. No, I mean on the tour, on the bus tour. No, they don't do it on the bus tour. But then what they do do is they take you by. Uh, they have like two or three different engine testing sites. Mm-hmm. And they have stands, grandstands. Oh, really? And they said you can check online and you can see the schedules of when they're going to be testing engines and come out there and watch them. And they said it is, it is very cool. That is pretty cool. Well, I would like to do that. Yeah. My wife and daughter were like, we got to come back for that. Yeah, that'd be cool. Um, I think for my son's birthday party, you know, we had all these grand plans. And I think my son is now not wanting to do the Harry Potter thing. And he wants to have a rocket launching birthday party where we do have uh, rockets. And what I'm thinking about doing is getting a bunch of uh, rockets and launching them, like doing a mass rocket launch, launch them all up at one time. Yeah. So, so um, so yeah, I'm thinking about doing a rocket, little cool thing. Yeah, rockets are fun. So, uh, I have two other topics, but I want to wait for you to. We're blowing through your topics. Well, do you want to just finish by now? You're going to steal one of my topics. No, I'm not. I promise I won't. No, you are. I'm not. I'm not. Okay. can't help so it if you don't prepare like I do for these things. I'm not prepared. I have to do the good thing. Um, let's talk about laptop.org. Because um, today the low-cost laptop people, the green little laptop for every kid, 
yada yada yada. Yeah, laptop. Went carrier. mass production. So in November November twelfth, just right around the corner, you can now buy these for yourself. Here's the thing. But hmm? can you really? Oh yeah, you can't. You can't. Let me let me like, let me tell you why. Crank up the price on them though for. People. Well yeah. So basically, what you do is you pay. Um, which really is kind of I don't know who would want these, but so anyway. So if you want to give a laptop to a kid, you donate two hundred dollars, and the laptop goes off to a little poor Cambodian. Okay, mm-hmm. laptops look kind of Fisher Price, Fisher Price, but at the same token, they have their own little generator. You crank the thing, and it cranks power, charges a battery. Uh, they really look like they probably would be real durable, like kind of military spec. Uh, small screen. They run Linux. They have Wi-Fi. Okay, cool. So two hundred dollars to donate a laptop. You're good to go. Um, one laptop trip per child will be offering a give one get one program. Yeah, so that's the yeah. People want okay. these for some now, strange reason. So what you do is you buy you you buy two. So you pay three ninety nine. Uh, you'll be buying two XO laptops. That's what they call them. One will be sent to a child, and one will be sent to your home. Mm-hmm. So you know, three ninety nine. I guess it's okay when you look at that. If you're trying to help somebody out, and you look at for the whole benefit of well, you know, I'm really buying a laptop for two hundred dollars, but you know, I'm getting two of them, and yeah, one's going to some kid. How much is it? It's two hundred dollars if you just want to donate to somebody. It's four hundred dollars if you want. You can buy two, so you get two. You can't just buy one. You just can't buy one yeah. for yourself. That's what I thought. Okay. So I'm like, well, I guess you know, if if you look at it that way, I guess it's a good deal. You know, you get two hundred dollar laptop. You're paying four hundred dollars for it, but you get the idea of well, maybe um, this laptop might find its hands in some needy person. Which, you know, really, I mean, if I had extra money, I guess. I probably would do it. I mean, it'd be cool. And the laptop looks kind of kind of cool in that, you know, it's cr- there's no batteries in it, and that you can plug it in. It's all well. I guess you can plug you it in, but it's got a crank where you sit there and you crank it up and surf the web, and that's probably all you can do is surf the web and internet. Have you? But person in our lap, person, lap, just to show you how cheap laptops are now. You yeah, go down oh, to yeah. Walmart. In fact, one of our uh, coworkers bought one. Walmart. Now, not the best laptop. And when I looked at the specs, I was like, "That's okay," but then I looked at the price. It's like, "Ooh, three like three hundred dollars or three fifty or something." Yeah, I think it was three fifty. I'm like, "Damn." Yeah. That's and it's it's it's, it's like an Acer laptop with like a gig of RAM. Um, oh, I forgot like an eighty gig hard drive maybe mm-hmm. or forty gig hard drive, and it came with like a was it a I don't know if it was a Celeron processor. It wasn't a it wasn't a high end processor. I think it may have been dual core, but it was like a lower end, like a you know, like do they make Celeron dual core processors? I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, and I, at first glance, I was like, oh man, why'd you buy that piece of junk? And then she told me the price, and I was like, shoot, you know, that's that's disposable. That really is disposable. It's got a gig of RAM in it. Yeah, a gig of RAM. So I mean, really, it's like you know, I talk about always loving Apple products, and I do, and I'm I'm never gonna buy another PC at home for for home use. But I'm like, man, if I want to buy a laptop for my son who's 10, and I don't really care if it if it makes it if it makes it past a year, you know, if it makes it past a year, I think it's it's earned its money. Oh yeah, you know? for 350 bucks. So now I've got a, I've got a computer that not only surfs the web and does email, but now could do <clears throat> video, could do photos, could do you know it's got USB, mm-hmm. so I can plug devices into it. I'm like, as much as I want to buy a Mac for my son, you know. 350 1050 Yeah. I'm like, oof. Yeah. Now I'm thinking about buying a new laptop. You can buy a new laptop every year for the next three years. I know. My wife kind of gave me the go-ahead to buy a new laptop. Not that I have to ask my wife, but I'm just saying. (laughs) And I think, because now the new new MacBooks have a um, have a new um, Santa Rosa chip. Well, let's talk about this one laptop per child, though. Have you seen anything about Nicholas Negroponte? Say what? <laughs> Nicholas Negroponte. No. He's the guy who, who, is, is that the who guy started who this. I, I didn't even I know his name. I saw an interview with him on 60 Minutes. He's I, was, I was fascinated by it. But he really rubbed me the long, wrong way. I and here's how. He came up with this plan. Mm-hmm. You could build a $100 laptop was mm-hmm. the goal. was the $100 laptop. It has come out to be $200. Mm-hmm. But the goal was a $100 laptop. 
and he wanted to go to all the countries of the world and sell these hundred dollar laptops to uh-huh. to these other so so apparently he had figured out that Cambodia had money given to them by other like like the Gates Foundation and all these other places sure. like that. So where they had money to help build schools and stuff like that. So he said, Well why don't I give them a hundred dollar laptop? And then they and he had the whole the concept was great in the fact that the idea is the kids have this at school, but also they bring it home. Mm-hmm. And they says a lot of times when they bring it home, they bring it back to the village or, you know, to the hut or whatever. And this yeah. is the first technology of any kind that anybody's ever, ever seen. And yeah. it's not just for the child, it's for the whole family. And it brings them to a whole new level of existence just for having. And he talked about how sometimes this laptop is the only light they have even. They just crank it up Jeez. to use it for light. But then, here's what rubbed me the wrong way. Is he was being philanthropic, philanthropic, philanthropic. Philanthropic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know why that sounds funny. Right. I don't think I'm saying it right. Philanthropic. And and he had these grand ideas for a $100 laptop. and But then... Intel came out about six months to a year after he started developing this project and says, we have one too. Really? And Intel came out and said, yeah, we have one too. We'll sell them. And he got pissed. Really? He said, well, Intel's just, we're trying to develop this device to be cost effective. And Intel's just going to lose money on them. And they're just giving them away and below cost to put us out of business well, wait a second wouldn't it be better if you're giving stuff for cheaper better my thing about it is if your goal which you clearly state is, is the one laptop per child yeah why do you really give a damn wouldn't you have more laptops out for the kids exactly they, they he talked they talked about how they were going to win a contract in brazil to get every brazilian kid a laptop and some and they lost the contract i think to intel who undercut them wow and you know my thing about it is okay so that sounds less to me like you're in it for the kid and more like you found this business model that if I build a really cheap laptop, so cheap that maybe consumers don't want to use it, mm-hmm. but I can sell it as the kid's first laptop to these developing countries, mm-hmm. then I'm going to make a fortune because they all figured out that you know he wanted to sell X millions of these laptops over the next few years, it was hundreds of millions of dollars of revenue. Mm-hmm. And, and it just, what got me is his distaste and sheer just utter his feeling towards greed intel for wanting to get into this business they're like oh they just want to get into it because they want to undercut us and greed and they want the name and it's for advertising and no, i'm like no I'm no like, no if intel can do it cheaper and better or just cheaper Hell, if they want to give hey, the damn things would, away you would say hey let's intel let's work together on this and and in yeah, 60 that would, that minutes was even kind of too. spinning it his way a little bit mm-hmm. saying oh yeah we you know not we agree with you but just the whole genre of the interview was kind of spinning it his way that this was his idea and the intel really probably shouldn't be in there doing that but I backed up a step and said, whoa, wait, this is where everybody's forgetting the goal. Yeah. The goal is to bring technology and give these kids a laptop. And I don't give a damn if Bill Gates buys them all himself and gives them away or if Intel decides that, hey, we're going to lose our butts on this, mm-hmm. but we want to get into this business too. Come on. If, if it means that a kid in Brazil now has a laptop, I don't care if it's an Intel laptop or a one laptop per child laptop. Yeah, no, no, the, 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 yeah. And that's the, the only thing about this program that aggravates me is that one interview yeah. that I saw with that I'm guy. I'm getting mad right now. Because <laughs> it just it really rubbed me the The whole way. thing about the one laptop per child, okay, the whole thing with that is it's a totally altruistic thing. You're trying to get, <clears throat> you're trying to get these kids technology mm-hmm. and yeah i agree if intel says hey wait a second we can do it cheaper okay well then i would think okay well that's great you know i guess maybe if i was nicholas negroponte i may have a different i mean i'm not in his shoes but i would think well maybe less partnership yes it's a lo- I, I think it's a losing proposition i mean who i don't think really anyone in there i'm not gonna say right mind by one of these laptops but you know most people probably oh i don't know I would think maybe most people wouldn't just go out to buy this laptop when you can buy an Acer fully full-fledged laptop for the same price. Okay, so, you know, I think it really is marketed to the Fisher Price, hey, this is Junior's machine that he can spill apple juice on. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, and the Cambodian, I, the poor guy who's cranking it up for light and looking at porn. I mean, you know, you, yeah. you, you know, anyway. I, I agree. I can see what that would make it, me mad. So, like, to just... Okay, to, just nobody, okay, nobody now buy one of these damn laptops no i'm not saying that you know if you can get if you can get technology i mean you and i both are technology people and 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 we grew up on technology and i think part of what helped me early on is just that 
you know, it was that playing with, like we always talk about the back in the day, playing with the Vic 20s and the TRS 80s. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was one of those things that got my mind brewing at a young age of, you know, what can I, can I do this? Can I do that? And I figured things out. You know, and, and so I don't have a, I, I like the idea. Let's get, yeah, let's get technology in the hands of as many people in, as possible. And you never know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, but like I said, the, the interview that I saw with him on 60 Minutes, he, when, when he showed his distaste for Intel coming into the market the way mm-hmm. they did, I was like, oh, if your goal is truly one, piece, one laptop per child, mm-hmm. then why do you really care if it's your laptop or yeah. someone else's laptop? Partner with Intel. Do have a communication. It it, do it know, together. Yeah. You sell them to Cambodia, let Intel sell them to Brazil. There's a lot of third world countries out there. You know what I'm, now this is a, 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 you know different off the subject, but I've been looking at VIC-20s and Commodore 64s on eBay. <laughs> I want to buy one. I thought about that a while back. But then again, I went like, damn, wait a second. I can go get a, I can go to c64.com and whoop, there's an emulator. Yeah. Something like that. I don't know. I kind of want to buy one. Sometimes I set the Wayback Machine and think, oh, it would be nice if I still had I had so much fun. The way the keys clicked and the whole little thing. It just, it just it's awesome. It's a little cool machine. I also looked at an Apple IIc. I thought about buying one of those. I mean, you can get these things for like $100. I mean, really, really inexpensive. Do they work? Oh, I, yeah. That I mean, was always of, my thing. Some of the ones I looked at look like they work. I mean, they said it works in the thing, so. Well, the thing is, is where would you put, are you gonna plug it into what? I mean, what do you, pl- I mean, can you plug it into a normal, to TVs nowadays? Because the old days, I remember when I had it, it had the two little leads. When I had my C64, and it came with, the, the connector and then the connector went to this little box like the Atari box. Remember? And they had two and leads you and, and you put it on the antenna. Yeah. Yeah. So is there a way to go from that to coax? Yeah, yeah, they have that at Radio Shack. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Okay, because by that time, I mean, we, we'd already moved away from it. But you remember the little box? It was like game TV and you switched? That was just awesome. Oh, yeah? Okay, last thing I want to talk about, kind of in with Intel, but this is kind of interesting and I, I haven't done all my research yet so maybe you've you've heard about it or you know you can do a little research while we're talking what do you know about helena 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 don't look i'm not i don't know anything about it two people two companies and if this is true and if this is what they're doing i'm gonna be so all over it two companies intel and apple no microsoft e- no emc okay Starting to build home class storage array networks. Yeah, that's the next. That's the next thing. That's kind of like the so, Microsoft Home Server. I think it's a time that's not it's, quite here, but it's well. There's there's going to be two versions of Helena. One will be a open standard, uh, bare bones, just hardware. The other one will be one bundled with um, uh, Windows Mobile, Windows Home Server. Okay, so you can really kind of. I think it's going to be flexible enough where you can do anything with. Maybe run open source software on it. But anyway. Low low cost home stand starting at five hundred dollars, and I don't know. I think it comes with like a terabyte of storage. That's crazy. So if that's true, boy, I can't wait because that's what I'm going to want. I still like your deal though with uh, with your Airport Extreme, where you can just plug a USB drive into it and you're yeah, off. Yeah, yeah. Just go get you a bigger USB drive. Yeah, I need to get another one. I think it's. I mean, it's only. <clears throat> I need to do backups. I'm really worried about my MP3 collection. No, I mean really, I have. I'll hook you up. <laughs> right. How much? How many? How much do you have? Twenty gigs. All my stuff, I probably about hundred gigs a day. That I need a backup. Hundred gigs. So that's fifty gigs compressed. <laughs> no, I won't compress any yeah, SMP3 that's data. Reach, yeah. So that's fifty. That's fifty cents a. That's fifty dollars a month. I'll charge you. I ain't paying that. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. I I'll give you your first two gig free. No, I pay a hundred dollars a year and do Mosey, and I get unlimited. Yeah. Well. I mean, I'd like to do what you do, but I mean, I want to help a brother out there. I don't do help any, the poor Cambodian. I don't, I, I don't do anything. What are you going to do about the poor Cambodians oh, who no. need backups on these one, gig, one laptop per child One computers? gig per <gasps> Maybe that's the business we could do. One into. gig per child. One gig per child. Right, see if there's one. One gig per daddy. child. Yeah. <laughs> Quick cramp. Now, wait a minute. Who came up with this idea first? I did. Wait a minute. It's me. <laughs> no. One, one gig, gig per, per child. child. OGPC. Because it's OLPC is what they like for, for the. See if that's right. If that's OG right. That'd be so cool. PC. OG PC. This is makes for good. I bet it's taken. There was something else I wanted. There's to one web. There's a, there's a uh, site that I found available today. Taken. There's a site I found that's available today. That I'm going to go home. I'm going to register it. Like it's, and I don't know why anybody got it. Didn't get it yet. But I'm, I'm jumping all over it when I get home. What? 
Well, I'll tell you, but don't register it. Wait, but by the time you get home, if you truly are serious, oh, then go by the time this is heard by the public, you've already registered it. Um, iapper.com is not registered. That doesn't mean anything. iapper.com. Internet application. R, yeah. the whole Flickr, yeah, I can, Twitter, yeah. Flickr, yeah. Twitter. I don't see. Uh, you, okay, never mind. Leave me alone. Yeah, I, I, I don't think our listeners well, are going to run to... No, there's iPhone apper, <laughs> but no iApper. Don't know okay. why. Anyway. Have it. You can have it. I'm an I'm an I'm a dot com whore, and uh, I have no <laughs> desire to run on and tip on that. There was God, there was something the other day. I, oh, I need to go get that. I app stock. I need to go. I'm gonna buy some more domain names tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't bought a domain name in a few days. So, I need to, yeah. so what else you know? Can well, we talk about my thing? There's a topic here that I would like to talk about. It's called www. Because oh, I I brought it to you today. Oh, you did, and actually I, I looked at it, and it's, yeah, it's really cool. a pretty nice suite of applications. So. What I want to talk about is talk. new suite of Windows Live applications. Mm-hmm. I'm actually pretty excited about this. This is pretty cool. And so if you go to like home.live.com, mm-hmm. that's what a lot of it's based around. Mm-hmm. And you can log in. You typically use your, your normal MSN, Hotmail. Hotmail, whatever ID. It's, your, it's probably all tied to ultimately Microsoft's Passport login. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, it's a portal. Um, it's like a Google type iGoogle type page where you can move things around and everything like that. But then the other suite of applications that go along with it, they've built on top of Messenger. So when you download it, you get the latest Messenger. Now, mm-hmm. I didn't really notice a difference there. I think we have the latest Messenger installed just because we've been on top of... Well, I had the beta. We, we have Windows Live. Yeah, it's Windows Live. So we had Windows Live Messenger. I already had that. But mm-hmm. inside of there, you get is a link to the Windows Live Home, which takes you to home.live.com, which you could custom as your home page. Um, you get Windows Live Mail, mm-hmm. which I really can't experience. Is that, is that the mail app from uh, Vista? Um, I don't know. I, I, I don't know if I'm getting... I, I hear that's pretty nice. Well, the mail app for Vista is what I use. And this is... A, actually, I'm running Windows Live Mail for the first time. Let me see um, the trailer. Because it's doing an import. So I'm cranking it up for the first time, and it's automatically importing so accounts from Windows So is this a web Windows app, mail. or is this, a, is this an application? It looks like it's an application. I um, bet you this is the same uh, mail app that uh, comes with Vista. Well, I, I've now, been using that. I will that. tell you. I've been using you, that. I will tell you. That looks, the mail app that comes with Vista looks pretty damn nice. I've been using that. How do you like it? I like it. It's good. It's good stuff. Um, but the other things that come with it, here's one thing that I really like. So you've got Windows Live uh, uh, Photo Gallery. Mm-hmm. You want to talk about now, Picasso? It's Picasso for Windows? It's kind of like Picasso for Windows. It's not as full-featured, but you open it up. And it looks, well, show me. Turn around. We need to get a projector It here. looks a lot like Picasso. Oh, that's kind of cool. And, oh, what'd I do? Um, I what makes it better than Picasso? It doesn't make it. No, I don't, I don't think it makes it better. It, it arranges them kind of like Picasso with, you know, where they are. So does it go out and search for your laptop and all your images? It search, searches your laptop for all your images and, and finds them, and then it's pretty cool. But... The functionality you have is all very similar to Picasso. And, you know, we're saying, why would you, why do you care if Picasso's out there? They're just copying Picasso. But you can right-click on it. You can go to Publish to Windows Live Spaces. So if you have a Live Space account, you can publish to that. You can, more services, you can publish it directly to Flickr. Mm-hmm. So anything you have on the thing, you can publish directly to Flickr. How much does storage space they give you? Um, I don't know about that. I don't know. But mm-hmm. one of the cool things that I really liked was not all of that, but was, this is cool, the Windows Live Writer. Um, that lets you edit, like, your blog? Yep. It, it, it's, it's an applet that lets you edit directly to your blogs, and it supports, it's, of course, primarily designed by default to use <coughs> Windows Live Spaces, which is like their, you know, their home, their, their, uh... Turn around, let me see. Well, I don't, I, I can't run the whole thing because... When you crank it up, first thing it does, it says, hey, do you want to use LiveWriter to publish to Windows Live Spaces? Mm-hmm. Do you want to use it to publish to a SharePoint weblog? Oh, really? Or do you have another weblog service? So if you click another weblog service, it comes up here, and it asks for your home page. So wherever your weblog is, so I'm going to give it mine, www.seanmontgomery.com. Now, I'm using Drupal, which is not a true uh, weblog, so it doesn't work. It's it's a content management page. Well, who who are who who is compatible? But if you do, you still let still lets you click next, mm-hmm. and then what you do is you look at the compatible WordPress, Blogger, 
uh, Atom Publishing, TypePad, LiveJournal, Movable Type, WordPress, Community Server, DOS Blog, Radio. Under, I mean, it does all kinds of other cool. blog software. So instead of having to log into your blog, you have this little applet running. You say, oh, I'm going to post something real quick to my blog. You hop over here, type in it. It automatically goes out there and posts it for you. And it handles all the stuff in the background, and it's it. I think it's pretty. It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool, and it's just a neat little suite of applications. And I had heard about it from another podcast, mm-hmm. but I couldn't find it. It wasn't released, so I guess they had gotten an early version of it. What podcast was it? Leo, Twit. Yeah, I mean it's okay. I hate you to can get, tell. No, know, it's a, we're friends with Twit. I, I wanna. I know. But, but he had said something about it. He goes, oh, I really like Windows Live Writer. Mm-hmm. It really lets me. He goes, I've been using that. Great. He goes, I have to say, that took, this is a great Windows application. And I hunted for it. I couldn't find it. And I didn't spend hours looking for it. And what, but, was but that, they just. What did he talk about that? Was it on Twitter or was it on like one of his like the Leo Laporte, Laporte, Laporte report? I don't know. I was cutting the grass one day. Okay. I went in the side, downloaded a few of them, put it on my, my non-iPod. Cut the grass. And uh, I was cutting the grass. <laughs> that in years. <laughs> so... It, I think this is really cool. Now, there's a few other interesting things that if you go into home.live.com, there's something called SkyDrive. SkyDrive. Which is obviously going to be, from the name, I'm assuming. Like Maps? Google Maps? No. SkyDrive, I'm thinking, is some sort of... GPS? Off-site, like .Mac, how you have your disk space Mm -hmm. off-site. Oh, I'm thinking this is some sort of... Oh, Windows Live SkyDrive. Store files for yourself. Share files for in, friends. Share files with the world. Get started. Yeah, that's what exactly what it so is. So how much space does that give you? I don't know. It's password protected online file storage. See, now, I will say that's cool. And yes, that's pretty slick. Because um, it's free. Now I get a gig. Apple. I have a gig of storage. Let me tell you what Mac has. You can get a .Mac account. And I don't, I'm not bashing Microsoft. And I'm not saying anything praising Apple. But Apple has... Um, dot mac and dot mac is kind of the same thing mm-hmm. it lets you publish a website it lets you publish a blog um you pay a hundred dollars a year yeah dot mac's not free no it's not free but you get 10 gigs of storage oh you do yeah you get backup so you get a backup software so it works with time machine or if you're using dot mac backup uh the application so you get you get iweb and then it works on all the iLife suite. So if you have, what's cool about that is like all the iLife suite of applications like iPhoto, GarageBand, uh, iMovie, okay? All of them have the feature when you finish, you can say publish to .Mac and then it puts it out there. So, but you know, it's, it's cool. I mean, I, I'm gonna try when I get home. I'm gonna play with Spaces when I get home. Well, I have a Spaces Not Spaces, but um, yeah, Windows, Windows Live. And it's just, the inter- I gotta admit, if if I went totally, I mean, I like to have my own showmontgomery.com, and I like to, uh, you know, I like doing things with different products because yeah. I might like this one a little bit better, I might like that one a little bit better. But really, if it, for ease of use, for someone who wants something that's all consolidated, God, this is, you know, if you want to use Windows Live Spaces for your homepage and mm-hmm. your MySpace kind of thing, and then you can blog straight to it with the Windows Live Writer. You can post pictures on it with the Windows Live Photo Gallery. I think it's cool. You can you can do the, all the mail. The the SkyDrive the thing is right on your on your homepage. So it says you know you, when you go to your home.live.com and you're logged in as yourself, it's it gives you all this information and you know click here for your SkyDrive and it's just all right there. Mm-hmm. And it's a very very good integration mm-hmm. is is what I like most about it. It's, you know, all of your stuff is right here, and it's very easy to get to all of your stuff. And it's all tied together. It's, it's a very good thing that Microsoft has done. Oh, I'm going to check it out. It, it, uh, it's free. And that's the other so. thing. It's, it's, it's completely free. All of the, these applications are free. Now, I agree. Now that I think about it, one gig of storage on SkyDrive is not that much. It's free. It's, hey, it's free you could space. put your emails and maybe some important documents, maybe mm-hmm. financial documents or something that's not really, you know, not a lot of space, but important. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't own a .Mac account, and very there has been many times that I've walked into the Apple Store at CompuSA and going, man, I want to get one. I'm just going to get it. You know, I'm going to play with it because it looks cool. And I'm always walked away going, you know, eh, I, I don't want it because the thing with the dot with iWeb is you're locked into a uh, you're locked into a Mac thing. Mm-hmm. So say for instance, me, I want to build a website. Okay, I decide, okay, I'm going to do it with dot .Mac and I'm going to do all this cool stuff. And yes, it looks cool and it looks all polished 2.0 
brilliant. Mm-hmm. But it's like, okay, well, now I want to move it to my own server, and ooh, wait a second, none of this ports over. It's like kind of like doing a front page, you know, using Windows front page. Sometimes, you know, you, you, unless you're running on a Windows server, you know, I don't think you can move it over yet. If you want, you, if you want to move your page to like Linux, you know, and do something else with a patch yet, don't really move over, right? Yeah. But see, so, but then again, for the masses, but we're hardcore. Oh, I know. I, I like know. having the flexibility of doing this. I mean, and, and uh, you know, tomorrow I might change the the A record for my dub 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 mm-hmm. host for Sean Montgomery. I'm point it someplace else. You know, I, I, yeah. I, I'm not tied to an integration. No, and, and I mean, I think for a lot of, of I think for a lot of people, products like .dot mac and like Windows Live are perfect. Oh yeah, beautiful because it, it it fits the masses. I still love having knowing I have a server out in somewhere that is. I can if I want to go home today and build a whatever dot com and in, 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 in ten minutes I can have it all running with SQL database and oh, yeah. you know now now granted I'm not hosting it myself which you know I don't know I kind of like not hosting it myself there's advantages you know basically running your server um, at home or somewhere where you can have it hosted versus doing it with one of these. Like I use DreamHost.com, or you, you, we've used um, what's the other one? Host Rocket. Host Rocket. The quality of service is not necessary. Now I tell you, I like DreamHost over Host Rocket. Quality not so good. It's got a little faster. Our page used to really load slow. Now it's a little, it's a little snappier. But I just love the fact that I can SSH, I can SCP, I can FTP, and I pay like a hundred dollars a year. You know but most like? people don't do that. No, most people don't take full advantage of it. Most people don't. Now, they, don't well, I, they don't even know what the hell you just talked about. Well, some do. SSH to it. Or SCP. Sorry. Yeah. But now, I don't like the fact that they're cracking down on people using it for as backups. Because I always used to say, man, I got 200 gigabytes of storage backed up. See, I'm going to start using that. That's and then they came out with this bull that says, oh, no, you can't use it for backups. Like, <sighs> so You gave me 200 gig of storage. What if I wanted to put everything I ever had online? Well, you can use it to host web pages. So if you have 200 gig of HTML, you know. See, th- th- that's what every, everybody's getting to a slippery slope. It's, oh, we'll give you 200 gig. Okay, I want to use 200 gig. Well, you can't use all this space because you're using it to store this or that. And I don't, I don't, I don't agree with that. Oh, damn it. I hold on, I have this call. So, um, but anyway, yeah, Host Rocket's cool. I mean, you know, I'm not a Host Rocket, Dream Host. Uh, so I can't use 200 gig for, for backups. I really need to start looking at other solutions. But I, I think they're, you know, <laughs> I think they're running into a, a little bit of a slippery slope in the fact that they're going to advertise they have 200 gigs. What they're doing is they they know that most casual users mm-hmm. don't even have a perception of what they're getting. Mm-hmm. But then you've got a heavy user, mm-hmm. kind of like what we talked about with Comcast yep. and the people throttling the bandwidth. Yep. You've got someone that says wow, look what I got. I'm going to use it all. Yeah. And then they come back and say, well, we had no intention of you using all of that space. For instance, and I'm going to do this just because I think it would be really cool. Let's just say... So, but, but what DreamHost did is they came through and they did, they did kind of what we talked about doing is the terms of service. They did come out and say, okay, look, you can't use it for this. But how, how really do they know? How do they know that you... that? I could say these MP3s are linked to a HTML document. That's content I want you to download. You could, you could create an HTML, HTML document that automatically did a list of a directory and, and, and put every single one of your MP3 in a place where you could hit, how, how's it, put a .ht access file there so only you could get to it. Mm-hmm. Completely legitimate to me. Completely legitimate. Okay, so they give me um, 200 gig, right? Mm-hmm. So if I do a df-h on the server, and there's probably not 200 gig on the server, huh? Uh, let's see. So if you a df-h is what? Directory D- listing. It, it, it basically shows the amount of disk space that's available on a Linux and box. D- dash h is for human read- readable, which means if it's gigabytes, it shows gigabytes. If it's megabytes, it shows megabytes. It doesn't give you in KL script or stuff. So let's see. I am... Ooh, well. <laughs> How much space is on that server? Oof. 4T. That's terabyte, people. So let's see. Um, PWD, I'm on slash home slash W Sellers. William Sellers right now is trying to figure out how much space <laughs> is truly available on his. So where is. He is looking to figure out where all the data is stored. 
where slash home mounted. This is great podcasting. More. Let's see. You can hear us at FS tab. Oh. I love that because I can go look at FS tab on this server. And see what, where everything's mounted? Yeah. So. Well, if, if you did a DF-H and you saw 4T, that means there is a partition out there that's 4 terabytes. Mm-hmm. So they are really allocating that space. See, my bet would have been they're not truly allocating that space, that they're oversubscribing. Yeah, these are all NFS mounts, too. Uh, so, so that's an expandable. Are they NFS mounts? So mm-hmm. that's an expandable drive. You want to come see? Well, I, Just get up. I can't. No, I got I my mic. Smell, no, no. Smell. Ooh, you're tempting fate over there. No, it's a, it's all NFS, which I'm a big fan of NFS. So NFS. all of your data is actually on an NFS mount? Yeah. That's pretty cool because if the front end server died. That's what I'm saying. And all they got to do is back up that one NFS mount. Now, so let's look at free space on some of these guys here. And I'm not totally sure which one I'm on because it's not, they're, they're, it's aliases. But so... This one server starts out saying, okay, I've got about 10 partitions that are 500 gig. I got one TB, two TB, two four TBs, another four TBs, another four four TBs. So I guess so, because a lot of here that free space is 200 gig, 100 gig, 1.48 terabytes free. So it wouldn't surprise me that they actually have that space. Now, whether if it's ready to be used and gobbled up you know well, i'm sure they're doing it with quotas too now that i think about it uh, they probably are but i would have guessed that they they were betting on the fact not everybody was gonna, well you still don't know if they haven't oversubscribed that i mean yes they've well, got four terabytes it. allocated to it that's just it but maybe they have you know more that, than <laughs> how many users are on that four terabytes and okay yeah. how many users are using so i bet you if you really need it you could get it and you, you could probably go to them and say look well you sold me this and you know contractually they probably well, i didn't really sign a contract what did i no. <laughs> you know, they, I'm sure that they could say, you know, I'm sure they could say we do whatever they want, but it would be ill of them to say, no, you don't have 200 gig. I'm saying, oh, you saw me do it. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. So I need to start looking at, because I want to do online backup, because I was worried about what happens if my, like, home burns down. You live in a cinder block home. I know, but still. It could burn, I guess, yeah. I, w- I would need to get something. So I'm going to look at some online. I'm no. a big fan of I'm a big fan of other things, but I was looking at Mosey. And we can talk about Mosey, can't we? Yeah, I guess so. Oh, you don't have to. You don't have to. I don't want to give him props. <laughs> there well, are there are online backup things out there that everybody can use. Well, I will tell you, for the user who 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 may be looking at it, go look online. Um how do you spell Mosey? Look. Tell everybody how to spell Mosey. I don't know how you spell M-O-S-E-Y? M-O-Z-E-Y, isn't it? M-O-Z-E-Y? Yeah. You pay 100 I know for, for me, backing up two computers using the home account unlimited is $100, 100 and some change a year, like 110 120 a year. And that's pretty good unlimited storage, they say. The only thing I worry about is like, what if I put all my MP3s up there, and then like someone goes and goes, well, you know, later on goes, well, Saul, what are you using your space for? What's he got all these MP3s here? Can you encrypt it? Um, yeah, I'm sure you can. I mean, is there is there an encryption key you can I set so, so that yeah. when it's on the server you can encrypt yeah. it so they couldn't get into but it? But yeah, I always worry about that. Why? Well, what encryption key are you really using? Do I really trust these people? They can say, yeah, we use an encryption key. <laughs> we got the other key here that, yeah, we generate that and we can get it all back. Like, well, I don't know. But but at the same time, yeah. But then again, I don't really have anything that's really illegal, you know. I may mean, have some MP3s I've downloaded you called years the, ago, and I did get sanctioned by the RIA. I said, I'll keep those MP3s. <laughs> All right, yeah. RIAA. I wonder if I should change my homepage from iGoogle to Windows Home Live. Well, I should do, let's do it for a week. I'm going to do it for a week, and then I'm going to give a report. Because I'm fine. Do you huh? think Google's dead? No. <laughs> I don't. I don't know why I said but that. I, don't think, I don't think Google's dead for the same reason that you think Google might be dead. What? Does that make sense? That didn't make any sense. No, I'm still waiting for Google and Apple to come together. And I don't think Google's dead. Make a love. For the sheer point of, I don't think Google's really coming out come out with anything great in the last few years. No, what did they really come really out cool. with? Google Maps, to me, was one of the best. Google Maps. The last Google things Earth. Google which Earth. Google Earth and Google Maps, eh, is it the same back in? Probably. Um, Gmail. I will say Gmail. Yeah, it's Gmail well, it's, though. No, but it's 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 been around for a while, 
And I think it's I got four gig of storage I can put on that son of a sucker. I got five gig on Hotmail. Do you really? I do. I think do I do. You, are you paying for that? No. Let me go to my Hotmail. You don't have five gig. Let me check it out. You have a gig? No. I think I have five gig. Mm, I don't think so. <laughs> you call bullshit on you. I am. I'm bullshit <laughs> on you. I don't think you have five gig. Let's see. Let's log in here real quick. I think I do. I don't think you do. Because the other day I looked at it and I said, oh. I think you have a gig or maybe two gig, not five gig. I am currently using dun dun dun. Oh man! <laughs> Come on! I mean, I mean, put me wrong. I don't think it's five gig. I think it's maybe a gig or two gig, but it's not over. It's not over. Not over. I am using one percent of five gigabytes. Are they really? Yep. Hmm. That's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm wrong. Well, but so, I guess what I'm saying is that. Google is still sitting on loads of cash and making more money than, than God. Mm-hmm. But technology-wise, what earth-shattering thing have they done lately? Nothing. Yeah. I mean, I mean, and, I, and you I know what? Google, I think they're going to have even more problems here coming soon because Microsoft understands the idea of online software delivery. Mm-hmm. And I think with 2008 and the next version of Terminal Services, mm-hmm. You're going to have the ability to online stream Office yeah. in a fully functional way that is better than Google's spreadsheets. Let me ask you a question. You know how Google has spreadsheets and Google has, well, not calc, calc, but I don't know what they have. I they, know, I know. You, you, uh, yeah. What's it called? Um, I don't know. But they have, they have a word processor now, don't they? And Google Docs, which is the Google word processor and spreadsheet. Right. So, you know, I agree with you. You know what I'm really looking for but, Microsoft to do? But that's but, but let me finish though. Microsoft is going to have a more <clears throat> like this Windows Live. While they may be slow to the game on some of these things, they've got the OS. <clears throat> they've got the OS. Mm-hmm. Now they're building all this integration. I think some of the aspects of Windows Live is is much cool. But, you know, it's essentially Google Pack is what mm-hmm. it is. Mm-hmm. You know, Google Pack had Picasa in it, mm-hmm. had Google Earth Maps and all. That. Well, this yeah. has all the same things like that. I kind of like this better. The mm-hmm. Windows Live stuff. And then they're going to start streaming up. Okay, you want Word? Well, home user could get Word for $2 a month. Yeah. Well, or, or even less than that. We may give you give it to you for... Mm-hmm. for no, I think like the, 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 the ultra cheap but ultra density is the way to go. You know, give it to them cheap but get everybody on it. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, no, I mean, they've been talking about streaming applications for a long time. And yes, I think Microsoft could definitely have that engineered. Now, what I think in the future will be, and you know, we've talked about this when we talk about virtual servers, is what about, okay, and then people will go, ah, we don't want that, but I don't know. Um, you have a home machine? I do have a home machine. And oh, Hold on, everybody. And we're so, back. The magic of the audio editing. Is well, awesome. here's 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 all I have to say about all of this mess about iGoogle and Google Apps. I'm mm-hmm. a big fan of iGoogle. We talked about that last week, I think, that how I've got it all set up and all the little things. And I thought iGoogle was a great portal page. For the next week, I'm going all Windows Live. I'm going to see if I can't build the same portal page that I have on Google, mm-hmm. make it my home page, mm-hmm. and live with it for the next week, and I'll give a review of it next week. Oh, that'd about be great. That? A little review would be great. Because I've already said I'm a big proponent of i proponent of iGoogle and, mm-hmm. and how it works. And so I'm going to go Windows Live this week. Have you done the Picasso, Picasso web thing? Mm-hmm. Because that's nice. It is nice. I mean, it's... Now, you know what's cool is on, on, on iPhoto, what's really cool It's you know, because I'm a Mac guy, on iPhoto, because I have, like, all my local library on there, and that's where I have, you know, unlimited storage, blah, 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 blah. But when I want to publish um, both um, Picasso web and Flickr, both have plugins for iPhoto. So that's really cool. So I open up iPhoto and it's cool. I, I click on the photos I want to publish. I say publish to whatever. And it asks, okay, what's your long ID and password? Boom. It says, do you want to create any albums with these photos in it? I say yes or no. And I can put tags on everything. And when I hit upload, it puts it all up. It tags the photos correctly. It puts all the metadata information about it in there. It's beautiful. But I mean, that's not Mac or Windows. That's just yeah. you know the people who wrote the plugin. I really think distributed computing, you, you get your desktop from the web somewhere. You think that's the next level? I don't know. Who, I don't know? know. Who knows? I don't know. I've talked to some friends and they say, you know, it might be kind of cool if some people had just a desktop that wasn't even their desktop. Here's, it was someplace out in the world and they just used whatever 
facility, whatever computer they were on at the moment to get to that desktop. Mm -hmm. And have all your applications, everything set up, boom, there you go, online disk storage, let's do that. Backed up everything. <coughs> here's your here's your here's your here's your home PC. It's just not at your home. It's mm -hmm. you can get to it from your home. You can get to it from your office. You can get to it from the airport. Your home PC that's not at your home. I How like much is wise widget? You know, wise uh, wise terminals. Mm -hmm. Shoot, I'm gonna do that. All right, so you need to go. Terminal service licenses. You need to go. Well, we have other things going on. We, we've talked for an hour, and we think you guys have had enough. <laughs> See, you like to do this closure. I don't like I don't doing a closure. It's, it's something I, I like. Just can't let's get pick over. another topic and then just start talking about it. Then you fade out. It's been fifty shows. Um, <laughs> we should not. It has been this. fifty shows. It's been a great fifty. But you know, man. we've been doing it since two thousand. We've been doing it since two thousand five. Yeah. Man, damn, two thousand five. The first one was two oh five. So two years, we got fifty shows. That's yeah, averaging really one every two weeks. That really kind of sucks, though. That's averaging. We, we took a long hiatus, so like. Three months. No, longer than that. Was it longer than mm -hmm. that? Wow. So Never anyway. again. We got we pushed one out last week. <laughs> yeah, we, we bared down and got that thing out of there. We pushed it out. Mm. Oh. So it also has Captain a toolbar on 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 window on on uh, Internet Explorer. Did I tell you about that too. Windows Live has a toolbar on Internet Explorer, <sighs> and you know what? I hate toolbars. I kind of like this one. I, do, I can't. Do you like having a toolbar on your on your IE? I can take it or leave it. <laughs> I mean, I like to have certain things. Like I like Firefox. I have Firefox all tuned up. I have forward, back, home, reload, and that's it. And print mostly. But no, you're like me. You like a very stark. And then I have a bar. big old line for my URL and a, a little Google thing, and I'm good. Yeah, that's not my. That's my normal case. This podcast was oh, shit. What'd you do? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> oh no! Oh, well, now we this get out. This, this get podcast. Out this podcast was brought to you by Louisiana Technology Park. Get out! Get out Next, now! We got more get more get celebrities out. to come. Get out now! I'm out! I'm out!